Hello, and welcome to Romance Isn't Dead, episode 36.5, the quarantine special. <laughs> How are we doing? I'm already going insane. No. You? Well, there's so many of us in my house, it's kind of crazy. And let, let's just say, for our listeners, our, our sound may not be quite the quality you're used to today because, well... Like there are a bajillion people on my internet <laughs> and um, it's just getting, a, it's a little fuzzy. So forgive us for um, any sound issues that we have, but we'll try to mitigate those as much as possible. But Ray and I were thinking that it might be kind of fun to talk about maybe some books to read or things to do in uh, your quarantine or in your isolation, depending on your, depending on your uh, place on the globe. So Right. what have you been up to? I know you've been working a lot. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, for the first time since, oh, good grief, the first time in the 18 months I've been working at my current place where we are allowed, and I'm using that term very, very loosely, to work from home. Mm-hmm. It's more a case of we have now been told to work from home. Mm-hmm. So we are working a lot we are making a lot of use of google hangouts actually Mm, which is which is which is really handy for if you're sick of the sight of yourself staring at a computer screen you can stare at someone else (laughs) staring at a computer screen i am checking a lot of emails from students and and fielding a lot of questions about that and trying to transfer some stuff online for students to be doing maybe a little differently than than before but you know press on right you just have to figure it out um i think we're both lucky in that we both are able to continue working and continue getting a paycheck exactly we're not complaining we're not complaining (laughs) but it's 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 difficult and i am not an elementary school teacher for reasons capital r reasons but yeah (laughs) And I also live alone for reasons, Yes, <laughs> all in capitals. Yes. But at the same, that's the thing. I mean, that's the one thing I think people forget when they, they initially think, oh, fantastic, I'm going to be able to work from home. Mm-hmm. They forget about one core cool thing, and that is you do start to feel really lonely, mm-hmm. really lonely. After a while, you are... I mean, I started, and I'm going to apologize now to anybody who has ever had this in their head. Yesterday and the day before, I had Baby Shark in my head the whole day. Don't say it. it would Don't not, say it. it. It just would not go away. And I ended, I was talking, I was having a conversation with my manager on Slack, and I said to her, oh, no, I've got Baby Shark in my head. And her response was, oh, you are so funny. And it's like, this isn't funny. (laughs) But I'd reached that point where I was starting to go stir crazy. Mm -hmm. And that was my stir crazy point. Right. No, I mean, it's tricky. I mean, really, really is tricky kind of trying to navigate that to that isolation. And my situation is a little bit different. My house is actually fairly small for the family of my size. So (laughs) it gets a little claustrophobic sometimes. But... I've been trying to kind of work in the kitchen at the island so that I can be there to monitor my girls as they're working, uh, they're doing their schoolwork online and everything. So, yeah, here in the States, they're they're out probably at least for another 
couple, three weeks, and potentially for the remainder of the school year. So, yeah, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we've been told um, here, we've been told that we're going to be out of the office at least, I think it's until the end of, I wanted to say the end of April, but I think in the conversation we were having, we had a massive company meeting which was very strange seeing all the faces down the side of my computer screen we had a massive meeting on Tuesday and they were talking about the end of May wow I just I guess giving this virus every chance to sort of fade and and whatnot and it might be interesting to look back on this podcast next year and and uh, see see what we you know what we're thinking whether it's oh sweet summer child what an overreaction or if it was, we had no idea what was coming down the pike. And let's just hope it's the former rather than the latter. And yeah, exactly. let's just go for uh, I mean, rather than latter. I was starting to think, because I've been saying for ages, oh, I'd love to work from home. I'd love to work from home. In fact, I think I've said it to, to you several times. Mm. I wouldn't mind the opportunity to work from home maybe one day a week or one day a fortnight. Mm. I had no idea that it was going to be an episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Okay. Because it's that kind of you are trapped in your home. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I mean it is what it is. You do what we've, you I do. mean we've even got we've even got delivery companies like Pizza Hut and Domino's. This is not sponsored by the way. We've even got companies like that sending us emails saying we will deliver but our drivers will stand up to two meters away and leave the pizza on your doorstep. And they won't go until you've opened the door, which is quite, you think about it, that's actually quite scary. Yeah, it is. Well, I'll be honest with you, um, here where I am in the States, I've said I'm in South Carolina before, all the schools are closed. The governor has instituted, uh, all restaurants and bars are closed. They can do takeout service, but that's it, or delivery, but they can't have people come in and, I mean, there are actually restaurants who are trying to stay open and put dining outside, which is really missing the point. And, mm. and I'm sure that DHEC, which is Department of Health and Environmental Control, will probably have something to say to them. But you've got that. And then you've also got, um, you've also got a couple of cities statewide declaring quarantines. Or, I'm sorry, curfews. So you can't be out past a certain time at night or on the streets before a certain time in the morning with exceptions of course if you're working or something like that but 10 to 5 you're supposed to be in your house so it's it's real they're really starting to try to crack down on this and limit limit uh, force some social some social distance so anyway no need to worry about ray and i infecting one another we are apart by something like three thousand miles and i don't think i can call i think it's is no, it? you might hear I've got a bit of a cough, but I always have a bit of a cough. <laughs> <laughs> always. This is nothing to do with, this is nothing new at all. Um, right. I'd cry if it were because this Sunday in the UK, it is Mothering Sunday and my mum is a seriously at-risk person. She's just finished chemo and she has been told that she can see her children on Mothering Sunday, guaranteeing none of us are sick. But that is going to be the last time she can see us for 12 weeks. Wow. She has got to stay in complete isolation. Wow. So, um, So I am desperately determined that this cough is, it, honestly, it really is something I've had for a, 
for what feels like forever. I had a um, a really nasty cold at the beginning of the year and it was a cold. <laughs> it wasn't anything worse. And it's just, it seems to linger. Mm. Mm. Well, we... For the moment, I seem to be okay. Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, we thought we'd come up with some book recommendations, perhaps, maybe even a movie re- movie recommendation, something for you to read or occupy yourself with. I sort of deliberately sort of stayed away from apocalyptic-style stuff because who needs that right now? But, oh, Ray, did, Lord. did you do apocalyptic or no? Oh, no. Okay, good. Okay, good. But just because I was what like... Because I'm sure that there are people out there who are like, oh, here's some apocalyptic kind of stuff to read. I'm thinking, I don't need dystopia right now. Well, you but... say that. I was I was, well, I was, was looking at um, Amazon. Don't go too far down the list on Amazon Prime if you're looking at Prime Video because there are, no joke, three rows of flu, the virus that kills, <sighs> and um, contagion, and pandemics and i'm thinking no i don't want to see any of that <laughs> not that <laughs> i'm living it right now i don't need to watch it on movie, yeah, movies I don't and need that yeah. no really don't wow <laughs> wow <laughs> way to go amazon way to go yeah perfect timing <laughs> yeah i'm gonna cash in on that okay well how did we want to do this did we want to just say uh how many recommendations did you want to give? I've kind of like pulling up my Kindle and, and looking at some of my favorites and whatnot. And I, that was kind of the way I was going to go. But what do well, you think, Ray? Well, I thought that I'd actually recommend just what came to my head because that is often the way I will pick something. Sure. And that sounds weird. No, but I'll often, I will get this, I'll look at Netflix or Amazon or been watching a lot of YouTube recently a lot of YouTube um, and I will pick stuff purely because the thumbnail appeals to me or because I'm just in that frame of mind and I've been watching some very weird stuff yeah don't say <laughs> this is me we're talking about so of course I have and it's not all we will stress on here that it's not all going to be romance either no, it's not. It's not. Not not today. Actually, I have kind of an odd one for it. Well, maybe not all that odd. But anyway. Go for it. Okay. Well, the first one I was going to recommend is actually, in fact, not romance. Um, it's, right? Uh, Ray just about had a heart attack. I would have had to have called 911, whatever that might look like in Britain. Okay. 999. So, is it 999? <laughs> okay. Sorry. My bad. That's like a that's like an attorney here. Okay. So <laughs> I watched The Witcher on Netflix and I enjoyed it. Now you have, and so that's sort of a, a Netflix recommendation as well, but you do need to be paying attention. Like you can't just like crochet and watch Netflix at the same time for that one. Cause it's not going to make sense. You have to pay attention and it took me probably four episodes to figure out they were going back and forth in time. Me too. And I was like, what's happening? So I was, I was kind of like, hang on a second. She's a, and then she's a, and that's, and, 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 and I really was, I yeah. got to the point where I was going, hang on a second. Her mum's. Yeah. I 
I'm having technical difficulty on my end. I don't know if Ray, are you having technical difficulty? I'm here. Okay. I don't know. It seems to be okay and then it goes funny. I don't know. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. Hopefully we can kind of edit out that blip. But, um, But I then, of course, started reading the books. And I've been able to source them through the library, but I've had to be on the hold list and all that stuff. So I am currently reading A Time of Contempt. But you, I I would tell you the the Witcher series is actually pretty good. It's originally written in Polish, and it's translated in English. And let me just pull up. Okay, so it is... Um, written by Andrzej Sapowski, and um, these books are actually pretty good. Um, like I said, the, the translations are actually excellent, and that's sort of, like, I was a little apprehensive, but they're actually, and they're really not, for me, a, a difficult read. I mean, for some people, they might be a little bit more involved but for me it was they're not a difficult read at all so i would say if you are interested in fantasy maybe give the witcher a look or maybe watch it see what you think and then if you are still interested then the books are worth your time but okay so that's my first recommendation what about you ray my first recommendation is actually an oldie but a goodie. I've been re-watching Chuck on Amazon Prime. Okay. Which is from like 2000, I think it's 2007. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit later with Zachary Levi, who obviously is now Shazam and was in Thor The Dark World and Thor Ragnarok, though he died in that. And he was also in... Tangled. Who was he in that? In what? Tangled or uh, Ragnarok and Entangled? Entangled, he was Eugene. Okay, okay. And in Thor, he was the flirty one, who looks a bit like Robin Hood, and my brain is gone. And that is a, such a fanfic description of him. <laughs> flirty one. Yeah, the one who's got blonde hair and isn't... I'm trying to think. It's awful that my brain is immediately going to the fanfic description of him. So thank you, fanfic writers. There you go. There's some recommendations. Read some fanfic. Good grief, yeah. <laughs> An archive of our own. You can find everything you want and stuff you did not know you wanted and stuff you do not want. Oh, yeah. But the, mat, the, the wonderful thing about fanfic is if it's on AO3, it's free. And if you don't like the first paragraph, you can hit back and you're not out anything. Exactly. So, so. there you go. There's a bit, There's a massive recommendation. If you are really looking for something, you can't find a book that you want to read or there isn't something on TV at that moment in time that really appeals to you. Mm-hmm. Go to AO3. Yeah. They have some really quality writers on there. It's actually quite a quite a nice community, depending on the fandom you're in, obviously. Um, but you can find everything on there from Marvel, which is my domain, to Star Wars, to Star Trek, to Harry Potter, to really random mm-hmm. fandoms that you probably wouldn't even think about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so Chuck, all right. Do you want yeah. to go next? 
Yes. I love, just to say, I love chalk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So looking at my Kindle, so that's what I decided to do. I read at one point a lot of Laura Adrian. Lara Adrian. She writes paranormals, urban fantasy, and they're mostly vampire romance. So I have kind of gotten away from that, but I may revisit her. So as an author, I would say maybe give her a, a read. And she has sort of an interesting take on vampires. Um, but there's like soulmate stuff going on there too, and that's my jam. So I would say give Laura Adrian a try. A-D-R-I-A-N. Laura Adrian. Or at least maybe check her out. Okay? Yeah, definitely. I'm looking through my books now and I have got a lot. Yes, me too. <laughs> However, wow. It's still loading. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would say, and I have actually talked about this in my other pod my other podcast, Ray's Reading Room, but Genevieve Cogman's The Invisible Library series is brilliant it's 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 kind of like supernatural with a twist so I think the best approximation of the story that I can come up with is that series on Amazon Prime with Orlando no the uh, no no that's librarians totally different the series with Orlando Bloom that has just Carnival aired. Carnival yes. Row. Yes. Okay. That's the the only approximation I can find for it. Huh. So it's that kind of steampunk era. I was era. like, steampunk? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is, it's a combination of steampunk, supernatural. There are vampires. There are fairies. There are immortals that aren't vampires. They are um, librarians, mm-hmm. which is... And they are basically, the library exists outside of everything and there are multiple dimensions or alternate mm-hmm. realities. Mm-hmm. And they go to these realities to find a book that has been written everywhere, but in this particular reality, it's different. Mm-hmm. So okay. they have a copy of every single book and it's fascinating. Interesting. So well written. So that is the Invisible Library series by Genevieve Cogman. Okay, cool. I have a far more in-depth review on my on my personal podcast sure 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 I think I I know I listened to that and I thought it was interesting when when you mentioned it and I actually making me think of a television series I really actually did like the librarians as a television show yes so do and, I. and that's is that on, what is on that Am- is it on Amazon now okay great it is currently on Amazon yes okay um, for me, I'm looking back at my, again, my Kindle, um, for me, an oldie, but a goodie, I always feel like I can turn to Jane Ann Krentz slash Jane Castle slash Amanda Quick if I want to read something. If it's, it's her romance, her romances are formulaic, but if you like the formula, you like the formula and I like her formula. So yeah, almost anything by her, I'm okay with. So I would say you can always read that. And if you if you really are in a mood for something dystopian right now, um, I would say Suzanne Collins' The Hunger Games trilogy is yeah. actually a really good series. So I'm just saying, just throwing that out there. I'm not particularly going to be, I'm not knocking down the door to reread the Hunger Games series right now because I feel like I could be living it. But yeah. I'm saying, 
Go and to a British supermarket. <laughs> yeah, I was. I actually went to the grocery store today, and I was like, "There's no sugar here." <laughs> you know, we ha- I went, pasta. I would, yeah, I went to the supermarket yeah. on Sunday, and I went relatively early, and we had they'd literally just restocked the shelves. There was no pasta, no toilet roll. In fact, the entire toilet roll and tissue aisle was empty of everything apart from the containers that the toilet roll came in um there was no mayonnaise to me that's an odd one but the condiment aisle was pretty bare too there were stacks of ketchup Mm. stacks of ketchup if i liked ketchup i'd have been set for life i don't like ketchup i wanted mayo there was none Mm. (laughs) yeah okay what about a recommendation Uh, my next recommendation is another book I've got quite a few books, actually, but I love um, sort of cutesy, almost detective stories. Mm -hmm. And the author of this one died actually earlier this year. And that is Agatha Raisner and the Quiche of Death by M.C. Beaton. Mm -hmm. They've made a TV series of it and it's quite engaging. Cool. But in the books, the main character, Agatha, is a little bit older Mm-hmm. She's very um, outgoing, very loud, very bright, vivacious and everything else. And she she's kind of like the total opposite of Miss Marple. Okay. And she accidentally falls into solving a murder at a in a small country village in Cornwall. Okay. Interesting. And if you like that, that kind of thing, you probably like the series as well, which I believe airs on acorn over in the u.s and airs on sky over here in the uk okay cool very cool um i went two in a row did you have another one that you wanted to do so i wasn't my favorite all-time book ever and i'm not talking about pride and prejudice because that's actually a close second is the changeover by margaret may yep it's a kid's book but it is actually my it was my introduction to supernatural books in general and its subtitle is a supernatural romance it is um laura chant and Sorensen carlisle are the main characters and it basically is all about a, it's a girl's story of growing up mm-hmm. but it's set around the fact that her brother is possessed by a demon and she has to defeat him well now that's inconvenient it is a bit inconvenient it's, it's a really well written book it's much better than the movie they made of it last year, which I tried to watch and actually ended up crying over. Oh, no. That's not good. Not because it was sad, but because it was, it was so bad. Awful. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, that's not good. Um, no. Well, I did not realize quite how much of this I had in my Kindle, but I have read a lot of Christine Feehan. Um, a lot of Christine Feehan. And, you know, if it were me, I would say that you probably should pick a book sort of at the beginning of one of her series and sort of read from there because her series get long. I mean, 
her dark series has 20 something books in it. The game series has 16 or 17 in it. She started a new one about shadow walkers, which is a little like I've read them all so far, but I had some questions about, especially the first one in the shadow series. And I, we, we talk about we did. that one. We had a podcast about it. I had some questions about that, but the subsequent books in that series were better for, for me. They were better, especially in the, wasn't that first consent. book the one we talked about in the episode where I read The Mister? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and I feel like that book, this that shadow book was actually better than The Mister, but still, still I think anything's better than The Mister. I had some I had some questions, but the the others in that series for me have been better. So she's also got a a series now about a motorcycle gang, which is sort of an interesting take on that. So anyway, uh, Christine Feehan, she's got, if you like paranormal romance at all, she, you've heard of her and she's like the queen of it, or, you know, at least a princess consort. So um, I, I would tell you to, to give her a whirl if you, or at least check out the back of one of the jackets of her books or check her out at your local library, digitally speaking, of course. I was going to say, our libraries are now closed. Right. And right. digitally speaking, the the fair is incredibly weak. <laughs> we have got very few books available electronically in the UK, I have to say, which is quite disappointing. Okay, my next recommendation is the genre that Sally really doesn't like very much, um, and that is Chicklet. And it's mm. a book. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a book by Katie Ford who was actually probably the second author I read in this genre. And it's called The Undercover Cook. And it's all about a girl who enters a more like Australian MasterChef style cooking competition. Mm -hmm. And she ends up, they, it's hosted in an old manor house. And she ends up befriending the owners. And there's a massive misunderstanding with the lead hero. And it, who is one of the judges and it's so I liked it mostly actually majorly because of the food mm, okay cool because I was going I was going through my I will cook everything and anything phase mm-hmm. and I found that fascinating though there is another book about food that I love a lot more <laughs> okay yeah Rosie Hop- uh, Rosie Hopkins Sweet Shop of Dreams by okay. Jenny Colgan if you like cooking shows and dessert shows, I hadn't planned to talk about this, but I will. Speaking of Australian ones, Zumbo's Just Desserts. I've already watched Netflix. it all. <laughs> <laughs> My girls love it. And so yeah. I've seen several, but they have some really wild desserts. Some of them don't look at all interesting to me, but some of them are just like gorgeous. Throwing that out there. Um, so that's, does that count as a recommendation or should I give an, a book? I'd say- I'd say it could, but yeah, I'd say that counts. It's a really good way you've just said of keeping children amused. Right, right. Because right. it's 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 done in a very Willy Wonka esque location. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I'll be honest with you, like the Great British Baking Show. While technically, I'm sure it is better 
it really does not keep kids occupied. Like oh, something no. like something like nailed it or Zumbo's Just Desserts actually keeps them occupied in ways that that you know the Great British Baking Show would not. Even though the Great British Baking Show is for me kind of fun to watch, knowing that I'm not going to ever bake that way ever. But anyway, <laughs> I've baked a large number of the things they've got on that show. Not me. Not me. Yeah, but then I bake. Um, <laughs> I, I do periodically. I bake periodically, but not not like that. I do things like pies that are probably way too sweet for the British palate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but the author that I was going to tell you that is still around. She hasn't written a whole lot recently, but we've talked about her on the podcast. Is Julie Garwood? Mm. Julie Garwood. Uh, oh yes, so. any of hers. Hmm. I have also a wild card. But anyway, go ahead. What's your next one? You have a wild card. I do. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. You won't well, be interested, but. I think that there is, I mean, there's loads of stuff on TV. Well, not TV, but Netflix and streaming right now. And also, if you're in the UK, come the 24th of March, we have Disney Plus. So that's a big tick. Yes, um, it is. Which is, which is fantastic. Uh, especially if you're stuck at home and you are desperately trying to find something to watch. I am going to watch the entirety of Gargoyles. I told I'm going to sit down and watch laughed. Willow. I think I'm going to watch Willow tonight. We haven't got it yet. so. But what I was going to say was streaming-wise, in the UK, yesterday Beetlejuice arrived on Netflix. Nice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, sorry. <clears throat> Don't say it again. <laughs> But we have got that. That has actually just arrived on Netflix in the UK. So if you have a hankering for 1980s nostalgia, then go for it. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, if you are a Star Wars fan, and Ray is not, but if you are a Star Wars fan, uh, Claudia Gray writes really good Star Wars books. And probably my favorite Star Wars book is by her. It's called Leia, Princess of Alderaan, and it is about a young Princess Leia. She's 16, 17 years old. She has her first boyfriend, and she's starting to get involved in the rebellion, and it's really well done. She got her start as a fanfic writer. She was in the X-Files fandom, and so she's also written another very popular Star Wars book that that is on my bookshelf. I just have not read it yet, and I might take the chance to read it here in the next few days, and that is Lost Stars. So Claudia Gray, almost anything by Claudia Gray, I would recommend. And I know that's out of nowhere, but yeah. Well, you can order it from Amazon. <laughs> yes, yes, you can, absolutely, absolutely. So I ordered something from Amazon today, and it's a prime delivery, next day delivery, arriving on Tuesday, and it's Thursday. <laughs> well, so. they, they have really, here in the States, if it's not... If it's not, some, yeah, then they're they're delaying shipping, and I can't, I can't no. argue with them. You know, if somebody needs food, they need food, and my new charger for my cell phone really is not priority. You know. Yep. My new so. charger for my cell phone would kind of be in an emergency. Right, but I already. Yeah, I, I was just. Mine yeah, is like the little you one you could put at the bedside table or whatever. You know, it's like, eh, <laughs> I have another charger. It's not a big deal. Which is good. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I've got so many books that I really, really love. And so many authors that I absolutely adore. 
it's really difficult. Oh, that's where that book's gone. <laughs> you know how you look through your bookcases yep. and you think, I know I have a book by that author. Yeah. And I'm, I swear I have a book by that author. And I've been looking for it for about three weeks and it's on the shelf right there. Yep. Yep. yep that's yep. not good. Yeah. I'm trying to think books that I really love. I'd say if you've got a lot of time on your hands, which many of us will have right now, a book that I would 100% recognize, uh, recommend is American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Oh, okay. It's not the TV series. In fact, the TV series was made, you can tell, for people who've read the book. Mm, the okay. book itself is immense in size. I mean, it's massive, but it is so well written. Mm. It is, if you love mythology from any, so any mythology, Norse, um, more modern mythologies, I suppose. So Norse, Egyptian, Roman, Greek. If you love any of that, you will really enjoy this book. It is fantastically mm. written. Mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman is a brilliant author. I just have to say he is, okay. he is an amazing author. And that is one of my favourites. So Good Omens comes a very close second. And the TV series or the mini series that's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. We keep on recommending Amazon and Netflix. But at the moment, that's pretty much what people are doing, to mm-hmm. be fair. Um, and the mini series with Michael Sheen and David Tennant is fantastic. Cool. Very cool. Um, I'm going to have to check that out because I've, I've only ever heard good things about Neil Gaiman. And yeah, I need he to is check brilliant. that one out. Yeah, I definitely need to check that one out. Um, Regency, I am a fan of Stephanie Lawrence, although I know that you are not particularly a fan, Ray. But but I also like Nicole Jordan, a lot of her Regency romance, if you are into Regency romances. Um, so that that's a Regency romance recommendation there. Um, is there anything... I've, I only have one more thing that I can't talk about recommendations without mentioning this person, but <laughs> I'm trying to think I could, I could come is. up with more, but you know, I'm sure you could. I'm trying to think, I mean, there are so many books and so many TV shows. I'm watching one at the moment. That I wouldn't necessarily recommend unless you want to watch something completely twee. However, I would say check out psych. I'm going to old TV shows. Right, right, right. <laughs> They're so much better than new ones. I'm looking at new TV, new TV series right now, and mm. there's hardly anything. I'd sit back and I'd go, "Oh yes, I absolutely love that," and in ten years, I'm still going to absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. But but Psych has some really iconic lines in it. It really, it's a Gen X TV show mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it really. The characters they're playing are Gen Xers, mm-hmm. and they are using references from things like Footloose, Dirty Dancing, mm-hmm. um, and everything that is familiar to our generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it in a very, very clever way. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, sure. Absolutely. Um, and that's on Amazon still. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um I w- I cannot do an author's recommendation list without mentioning Nalini Singh. I know you can't because I love <laughs> Nalini Singh. Uh, I can't help it. I love her. I have so many books by Nalini Singh, uh, and just I would tell you to read almost any of them. I actually did a blog post with with uh, 
with Nalini saying, so most of my recommendations have been authors as opposed to, as opposed to actual specifics. But yeah, on television, I watch Supernatural and that most of that is on Netflix at this point. And if you want something that it, you know, you can sit in front of the TV for hours and hours and hours on end. Netflix is probably the way to go for that one because they are finishing up season 15 on the CW and it's the final season. So by the time you get through episodes, you know, 1.1 yeah. 1 through 14 point whatever, whew, you will, <laughs> in fact, be arriving at episode 15 or uh, at uh Season fifteen, season 15. Which, has currently, which has just been postponed, by the way. Um, oh, I'm they sure. Postponed, they've postponed filming. However, for those of you in the UK who want to watch Supernatural, it's on Amazon. Okay, cool. It's not on Netflix. I, there's some strange licensing reasons behind it, okay. but it is on Amazon rather than Netflix in the UK. Speaking of television shows that I have to recommend, I also have to recommend as a television show, if you are a Star Wars fan at all, The Mandalorian. Which starts streaming over here weekly. Yes. So good. So good. So I would tell you to check out Mando. It's it's quality. Now, there are a lot of men in it if you're looking for, like, them gays fiction. Eh. But it's really good. It's really good. So, definitely not romance. No kissing. At all. At all. <laughs> but I am not recommending. I am yeah, not well, we recommending know. The Rise of Skywalker. At all. Yeah, we, we, we know. Ever. <laughs> we, we know. <laughs> Hashtag save Ben Solo. Hashtag Ben Solo deserve better. Anyway, moving along. Do we have anything else that we need to You're know? never going to move along from that. That's going to no, stay forever. I'm going to die mad. I want to die <laughs> mad about that. Don't say that right now. <laughs> well, it's all the more prescient. I will be angry I, and I will write a strongly worded letter to Lucasfilm if I get the coronavirus and I appear to be. I will write a strongly worded letter and tell them they oh, st- st- stupid can't believe they messed that up it was, it was right there simple just ask it yeah okay awesome. and breathe <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start doing yoga soon. okay i do have kind of a chick flick or chick uh recommendation and that's the help by Catherine stock the help by Catherine stock it it was made into a movie i never saw the movie but the book is actually pretty good. It's about civil rights era Natchez, Mississippi. It's fiction and it is a good book. It's a good book. So there you go. There's some chick chick lit for you, Ray. I don't think that class is as chick lit. It's about women. Have that's you read not it? Chick, that's not chick lit. That doesn't, chick lit is. Mm, I'm trying to think how you explain chiclet. It's about a lot women of people call it and the company of women, and and the company of women. So to me, chiclet is a written by a woman, and it's about women for women. Yeah, this is about women who fall in love. Well, this is about a career woman. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other books. There's so many TV shows and things and movies. That I could recommend. I mean, you could always go back to the classics. You know, if you're feeling like reading Jane Austen, she's always there. 
and she's pretty cheap too you know if you, you sound to... so depressed you can probably get that from the library but well especially in the UK where it is our history well I mean but Jane a lot of those classics are available like from digitally speaking they're available from libraries here in the states too so if you don't already have them on your bookshelf and i think a lot of people do if you don't already have them on your bookshelf i would say that they that that you could get your hands on them very very easily and they stand the test of time too Mm -hmm. i have to say that they do i know that you aren't a massive fan of pride and prejudice um Mm -hmm. however they do stand the test of time and Mm -hmm. if you I think if you take some time to read them, you'll see the sarcasm. She was, it was very much, we talk quite a lot about social commentary, especially in the last few movie episodes we've done. Mm -hmm. And Jane Austen was very um, clever with her social commentary. Right. About women's position in society and everything else, because it was something she felt quite strongly about as a person. Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. All right, well, we have been at this for 40 minutes, so we should probably go, but but I hope that this episode has found you all well, and maybe enjoying your time alone <laughs> in your home. <laughs> hey, you might not be alone. Yeah, or with your family. Hopefully, You can always crochet. That, which I am doing, and I'm also working at the same time, which is kind of cool. So there's that. But how can people find you, Miss Ray? People can find me at All About Ray on Twitter, allaboutray.wordpress.com, and that's about it. And then you can find us at ISN Romance on Twitter and romancenotdead.wordpress.com, though we really need to update that site. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm going to do it while we're in isolation, but I'm still working a very long day. (laughs) Yes, yes. All right. Well, you can find me as Palmetto Blue on Twitter and Instagram. And how would you like to sign out today? I don't think we can sign out in the same way as we normally do. We can't? Because it's... No. Uh... Because... (laughs) You can keep on searching for your happily ever after. I'm not going to detract from that, but I'm just going to say keep safe and well and don't go insane. And I guess I'll just second that because I didn't have a chance to come up with something clever. Neither did I. (laughs) So keep on reading your romance novels. They'll keep you occupied. Yep, I agree. And we will talk to you all very soon. Bye. Bye.